Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Blah de blah blah episode three. So during this episode we're going to be talking about our old and new stuff coming to the website. Our standard FLP section. What games me, JFG Ash and JFG Alex have been playing this week. And then finishing off with a nice Q&A session from our loyal fans. So, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And if not, play some games. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is podcast number three. How are you this week, Schley? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm good. I think that's that's where I'm going to stand with that. On a, on a scale of one to ten, I'm good. I don't want you changing your story at a later date. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. No, shit, good. You're fine. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, now, now, did you say you were fine? I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, anyway. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I've been been playing some games and stuff, and I am. Yeah, there's lots of games kicking about. Actually, yeah, I've played at least four different games this week, which is nice. Shut the front door. I know, like single-player games as well. Not all four of them, but yeah, I've been playing some single-player games, which is... A bit different, <laughs> off the wall, you know. Is that because I left the house this week? I think it's that? because you left the house this week, and I was like, shit, yeah. I've got, uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to play some games. It felt like a good week to leave the house. I'm sorry, it's all, what, what can I say? I'm glad you got the most out of it. We are coming into spring now, so it is, it's getting a bit warmer outside. It becomes worth going outside mm. in the spring. True. Well, that's Leaves nice. and things. They're on the trees. They're all about the place. Yeah. They start coming out of the yeah uh, the wood shop and everything, you know. Get all up in your grill. Ah, uh, that's more like autumn. Autumn. That's when they get in your grill, mate. I can't stand autumn. <laughs> Fucking leaves everywhere. I bought a new lawn last year, like uh, at the end of summer. A thinking, lawn. Yeah, a new lawn, like grass, because obviously yes. I was doing me doing me household chores, as in buying new grass, because I didn't have any. Uh, and uh, yeah, I put it down. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is really nice. It looks really green. There's no weeds or anything. I'm, I'm dead happy with this. There's a tree at the bottom of the garden, yeah. And then autumn comes along, fucking leaves go everywhere. I leave it a week or two, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll rake that up next weekend. By the time I get down there to rake it up, oh, it's killed a load of my grass, isn't it? Not happy. It's all about gone. It. Yeah, that's what happens. Fucking leaves ruin my life. Stitch up, but thankfully spring's here now. I can regrow my grass, get yep. it back in. You want to use the next six months to um, come up with a contingency for the leaves coming down again. Perhaps a giant net or a glass dome over your garden would be a good idea. Some sort of biodome. 
good shout. A biodome. Yeah, biodome. An Eden project. Eden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll scale like a one-tenth size Eden project in my garden. I think that will work. Give them a call, man. Give them a call. Yeah. Nice and warm as well. Don't have to worry about the rain. I don't know why we aren't all living in bubbles. <laughs> anyway, let's, t- <laughs> let's talk about video games. Yeah, games. Uh, in fact, first, let's talk about the continued improvements to the Justice for Gamers podcast. Um, this week we are using Skype rather than our PlayStations to talk to each other whilst recording. Now, in theory, that should mean that we aren't so delayed from each other. We no, should be I able think that's to... because it's Microsoft and not Sony. I think that's why. Oh, he went there. Oh, that's what he's gone. For. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we don't know if that will help or not. And to be honest, Ash does such a fantastic job of editing these together that yeah. you probably won't notice any difference anyway. No, it's fine. It takes me at least a whole day, but it's cool. <laughs> at least a whole day. And I have a job. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what else? Well, this week content on the site. We've had two articles go up and a, and our first proper video went up as well which was quite exciting yeah i really enjoyed making that and also editing it which was just like it's different because i'm so used to editing audio like actually messing about with video is really cool so unfortunately we're going to get a load of new like different intros and outros while i learn how to use after effects but it will get better each time hopefully if it doesn't let us know you know say it's shit that's fine i can take it yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. And uh, I would, I'd love to help Ash, but unfortunately, I can't, as you well know. Yes, um, your retarded netbook is still there. <laughs> One day, I will have a computer that can cope with things, any things. <laughs> Anything. Um, One day, I'll have a computer that doesn't take seven minutes to load into Google Drive. Well, but that is not that is not today. Not today, indeed. So yeah, we've got new articles on the site uh, this week. Um, what have we got? We had uh, one from you about indie games, or rather um, what you used to think of indie games. Yeah, I, I really didn't like the indie games, like, or the term behind indie games. I always it, it always put me off what the game could be. Like, I always thought it would just be like a rubbish, like, you know, reminiscence from the early 90s or something like that with 8-bit sounds and everything. But obviously nowadays... That is completely different, and I'm so happy for that. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I think we're playing more indie games than anything else at this point in time. Yeah, definitely. I think so. So that's a good read. I enjoyed that. And um, we also had the Medium Games Are Good For Everyone article go up. That went live a few days ago. And that's just um, basically about how it might be a good idea for developers to make medium-sized games, medium-length games, cutting the cost of development and the price to consumers. You see, when I first read the title, medium games are good for everyone, I thought you meant about difficulty. And I was like, yeah, I like playing it on medium difficulty. You, you are spot on, mate. It's normal, mate. It's normal. It's it's what the developer intended, normal difficulty. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> So we had that, we had uh, Helldivers video go up, and that was cool. I love that game. Yeah. Uh, we've also, I think we've settled on the name of the series of videos that we're going to have, our playlist for playing, trying out various games. We're settling on dropping in the custard as our 
as our Let's Play title, I think so. uh, unsurprisingly, doesn't seem to pop up around <laughs> the rest of the internet. Uh, dropping in the custard, it's a random one-off Monty Python line. <laughs> from, so that's cool. So yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's there's more videos on the way. There's new articles. We're trying to release a thing a day at the moment. Uh, we've got new writers coming in. It's all very exciting. Um, we're all still working on our uh, best year of gaming. Uh, I've been busy with that this week, buddy. I've been busy. Yeah, I'm going to win. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to win. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but, but we'll see. Um, we'd actually like to hear from you as well if you have an opinion on that matter. Because um, there's kind of a, a it's a toss up, isn't it, between favorite year of gaming and best year of gaming? You might there might be a personal thing where three or four games came out that yeah. you really liked. Mine's definitely more personal. Mine's like where I was at that time, what was going on in my life, and also I think it was a big step forward in gaming around those couple of years around where I'm going from. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're 2002, aren't 2002 you? 2002, I'm going for, buddy. Sim golf. And I am 2004. Sim golf, the mighty. Indeed. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got that to look forward to. But yeah, really do genuinely um, pop us some messages. Let us know what your favourite gaming year was. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll probably do some sort of arbitrary poll for that and um, and see what the general consensus is. But yeah, it should be cool. Uh, uh, shall I do a diorama for that? As well. Yes, please. Okay. Please do a diorama. If you don't, then I'll I'll end up contacting the division geezer. It would probably help if I knew what a fucking diorama was. I'm I'm guessing it's like some sort of I don't know, picture book or something. That's that's what I've got <laughs> in my head. No, it's like a a scene. It's like a it's like you know when they used to do the Thunderbirds like Tracy's Island on Blue Peter. No, you're joking. I've got to actually make a physical three D thing. Oh, no. Yeah, you're okay. gonna want a bit of paper mache involved, some props here and there. You're gonna have to paint all of that. Uh, I think I can get a load of like 2002 games on the cheap, so I might just stick them all together in like you know, some kind of comical shape, maybe a penis. Yeah, just glue them all to a fucking board. Take a photo of it. <laughs> that is and, so and pointless. <laughs> I could just get like screen grabs and just put them Who together needs in words? Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go and like, spend my money on like shit games that I'm never going to play because I haven't got an Xbox anymore. Yeah, just nail those games to a <laughs> board. That's what, that's what I want to see. Okay, <laughs> I will do. I'm on it. <laughs> so, oh cool. Shall we talk about the latest Fonz or Phoenix? Yeah, go on then. Update me. Update you. Yeah, because I, I don't update read this you crap. as in. I was gonna say that implies like you don't <laughs> you don't ever go on Fonz or Phoenix. What is it? What is this thing that you're on about? <laughs> what, what is this thing? <laughs> Incidentally, if you search for the Fonz and Joaquin Phoenix in inverted commas on Google, our site is the only site that comes up. Um, I'm not saying that it, that's surprising. That if you search <laughs> specifically for the Fonz and Joaquin Phoenix, our site is the only one that comes up. I'm just saying it, that's that's the case. It's yeah. true. It's the calibre um, of our writing, you know, coming through there. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. That's definitely what it is. You got. Uh, so I think we've got just the three this week. Okay. And the first one's quite personal to us, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. This ruined our Friday night. I was not happy about this. Friday night is game night. Friday um, night's game night. Woo! Everyone knows it. 
it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's just a fact. Um, apparently something that Sky services in the uh, Essex area don't seem to know because uh, our, our good friend Paul was unable to join us on game night this week because it wasn't working. And no one likes that. No. You mean we couldn't do the bloody GTA heist on a Friday night, which I was very it much looking scuppered the to. heists. It was, it, it was all over for the heists just because of that. So thanks very much, Sky. Whacking Phoenix. Yeah, boo. Boo. So we'll move on to the next thing, which is that GTA heists are wonderful. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about it later. Yeah, we won't go into detail at this point because... That gets a massive fonds. That's a huge fonds. Well played. GTA heists are wonderful and it makes other devs and publishers' DLC practices look really stupid. Tart town. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, we'll go on to that a bit later on. Um, And I, I was having a little play around today just nosying around some online stores and uh, decided that this deserved a phoenix. Um, it's it's when you're on the PlayStation Store or Xbox Live. It usually isn't Steam because Steam tends to be fairly reasonably priced, at least with its AAA titles. Um, and they're fairly savvy on reductions and stuff as well. But this is stupid digital game prices, Ash. Um, they're retarded. Like, why is it so much more to buy? Like, it's like roughly about fifty nine ninety nine for a digital game when there's no packaging involved. There's no paying someone store clerk to annoy me with his. Can I help you with your decision? Now I know what I want. Leave me alone. Why is it more expensive? You're not paying any overheads or anything on it. Or is that the right word? Overheads? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I think. I think historically it's always been more expensive, at least with, you know, with Sony and with Microsoft, because they are the gatekeepers of all the games. Like there's no, there's no competition with storefronts, so they can just charge whatever they bloody want. But you must be furious as a, as a developer. For example, the first, the first example that I found, Don Bradman Cricket is currently priced at 59.99. Bargain. On both the PSN store and Xbox Live stores. Bargain, mate. It's unbelievably stupid price for a game that has, is is a niche game for not very many people no. are going to be interested in that title. Not worldwide. But, yeah, but if it was 30 quid, then I would certainly have a look at it. I'd be like, yeah, cool, cricket game. That'd be something a bit different. What was the last cricket game that you played? Can you remember what it was called? I do remember what it was called. It was called Brian Lara Cricket 97. That's what it was 97. Called. I'm sure there was one on the 360 that I played. I'm sure there Did was. Did you? I'm sure there's a Brian Lara one as well. He's all I about think it was it. 97. He's a big deal in cricket, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, games games come out and they're either 54.99 or 59.99 yeah. on the store. Um, but... It, I think the thing, the thing, the standout thing, and the thing that I was going for with this Phoenix was the, the price, in in reflection to physical t- copies. Definitely. You know, if you, if you go to your local game, 
and look for Don Bradman cricket, it will not be fifty nine ninety nine. No, and also like the, the uh, depreciation of games as well over time. How like you'll pick up say like Little Big Planet now for like twenty quid, probably brand new, whereas on the store it's probably still forty forty five quid. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's the so thing. They, they never depreciate on the online stores either, apart from on Steam, obviously. You know, it's funny you should say that because uh, <laughs> I had a few more on here. Uh, one of them, the crew, fifty four ninety nine. Nice. I've seen that game for like twenty quid pre owned in um, <laughs> that some will of happen. like high street retailers. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to highlight Watch Dogs, which has gone up to fifty nine ninety nine on wow. the PS four store. I'm sure you. I saw that actually today or yesterday in I think it was like Granier Games pre owned for nine ninety nine. Yeah, that thing's between ten and twenty pound pre-owned now, yeah. and new sort of thirty-five. And I also picked up Unity, which is fifty-four, four ninety-nine, fifty-five quid for that. Yeah. And the the reason that I picked these two prices equally ludicrous, the two of them, considering the the debacle of the Unity launch and the fact that Watch Dogs kind of bombed. Um, in my eyes at least I think yeah, it sold definitely. reasonably well is that they announced this week Yubi that they're releasing a, a double game pack with those two around the sort of 40-45 mark really and the, yeah and the week before they do that Watch Dogs goes up to 60 quid on the Playstation <laughs> store and, yeah, and Unity's back up to full price so you're talking well like 115 quid for the two digitally or yeah, 45 yeah, or, in the box or wait a week and they'll be 45 pounds so yeah fuck you consumers you yeah, can do one. That's nice. Apparently. Just because I um, I like the comfort of it having on my hard drives, so I don't have to get up and put the disc in. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's worth like seventy quid or whatever. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it it will come down. It will come down yeah. eventually. And there's always sales, but still. Yeah, and I, I did touch on it w- with my my article about uh, medium games that. Yeah. You know, the reason that prices come down so quickly at the moment, one of the reasons is because they were too high in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the honourable mention on this particular Phoenix and harking back to what you were just saying about how they don't ever check the prices of old games. Yeah. If you go onto the Xbox Live store right now, you can buy EA Sports World Cup 2014 for forty nine ninety nine on the 360. And that's, that's the World Cup. <laughs> Brazil or something, wasn't it? Like that. This is the the Brazil World Cup. So game. it's only yeah. and that didn't even have all the teams in it, did it? I don't think. No. Did it? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Fifty quid. Yeah, let's let's do it, mate. Yeah. I'm gonna go buy a 360 right now just for that. Yeah, yeah. So you can get that on three sixty for fifty pounds, or alternatively for twenty five, you can buy FIFA fourteen on the on the current gen consoles. Yeah. Um, well, I know what I want. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's FLP. And um, I suppose we should move on to what we've been playing. Yeah, games, I guess, isn't it? Really? Yeah, games, mate. Games. This is what we do. Yeah. So what have you been playing, man? So this week... I delved a bit into Ori and the Blind Forest on PC, obviously, because we haven't got an Xbox One. And I am very, very happy with this game. It is lovely. So, pretty much basic story. Uh, You play as a little creature or light orb thing, (laughs) like a cat. Uh, I don't really know what type it is. Uh, Called Ori. 
and she comes from the spirit tree uh, from obviously the forest and what happens is the forest is dying or something and then the last light of hope is from the tree and it's Ori and you are nurtured by this other character called Naru which uh, resembles something from like a Studio Ghibli kind of uh, anime um, cartoon um, so you start off everything's nice and lovely and um, then suddenly it all goes tits up and you're plunged into darkness and I'm guessing that's why it's called the blind forest <laughs> right yeah straight off the bat it's like an emotional start which seems to be quite a common thing at the moment like the last of us kind of style where it all just kicks off and you're like oh shit this isn't very nice the art style of that game is really really nice like the the movement of like all the backgrounds like the parallax movement with the um the the back and the foregrounds as well we, we like you don't really normally see it with the foreground so you'd be you'd be moving along uh, and and the background's obviously changing uh, being 2d um, and then suddenly it will throw in something in front of you as well. So like there'd be like a little creature or a rock that will scuttle about or something. The music as well, that's that's something else. Like it, it once again, it's an emotional game. So this this like score that they've got behind it really emphasizes how how it makes you feel. Really, like well, that's what music's there to do. And then obviously like. To go with that, you've also got these really nice fluid controls that just feel smart and they're, they're reactive. I did find, though, that I was um, like jumping a bit too late. So I, I don't know if that was me or what I was used to because like it's kind of like um, Rayman-esque. Like, you know, you've right. got to do all these fast jumping puzzles and... Uh, you got all these abilities that you unlock over time, uh, and so you have to have that kind of stuff nailed down. But I, I did find that the the jumping was a bit delayed, or I, I don't know, it was a, a bit funny for me. And also, you come across like certain enemies, and you have to like um, spam. I think it was like square, or well, I was using my PS4 controller, so yeah, it would be X. Um, to attack them and uh, I'm not too sure like, the, the way the attacking works is um, y uh, you find a little orb of light called Seni or S I don't know I, I'm terrible at reading and she acts as like your guardian throughout the darkness kind of thing um, so she's with you and she does all the attacking so yeah you spam the, the the square button or x and it attacks the people near you but there's no way of locking on to certain enemies so it'll just go for whatever's nearest i think that's the way it does which kind of makes sense yeah the the way that you can level up all this is like in standard games um just like you you find your upgrades you get more life and then you spend them on abilities the ability tree is really quite nice you got like three different tiers like attacking ones for like collecting orbs so like they can float nearer to you and then the other ones for the orb of lights any again uh to upgrade her um oh no that's the attacking one isn't it uh i think oh, oh the other ones for the saves actually uh, like the the way you save the game in this uh is a lot different because obviously uh it's like a Metroidvania kind of game. So it's like a, a non-linear side-scroller. 
um, like uh, Shadow Complex or that was that the, that um, Dust game that we were on about. Um, what was it? Uh, the Elysium Tale. Yeah, like that kind of thing. So you can go all over the place and find all your treasures and loot and you know explore it, which is really fun. The animation kind of reminded me of Elysium Tale a little bit, but a much higher quality. Yeah, the, the quality is really, really like there, there's a lot of detail that's gone into this game, oh, especially with the like the cutscenes and how they work. So you're you're just walking along, you you're going where you need to go and then suddenly it will just it will just be a cutscene. And and because it uses like the there's no like cutting or anything between it, it's just so fluid and smooth. And that's one of like the big things that I did notice about this game. It is very fluid. But the um the saving is uh, a lot well it's, it's something a bit different like so you have to hold down b or circle um to save your game so you set your own save points but you can't continuously save it you have to like charge up your energy by collecting certain orbs or whatever they are right you you collect these orbs and you create these things called soul links and that is where you save it and uh, now what you can do is yeah, you save it there and then you go off and do something and then you can come back to that place and save it if you can't create another soul link. But um, So you've just done a really hard part and you're like, I don't know if I can do that again. I need to save it. So it's, it's odd because you think, am I going to get another orb if I save it now? Is it going to be harder? So you're... you're it's down to you to where you have to save this game, and I really that's re- fucking I, cool, man. Yeah, I that really, really cool. like that kind of. Aspect I really like of that. It. Yeah, it was it was really really cool. I gotta say, I'm hugely jealous that you've played this. Yeah, um, suck a dick. I, I don't think Neb. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think Netbook could probably handle it. To be honest, um, I watched the I watched someone playing through the first level or two on YouTube just because I wanted to have some sort of idea of what you were talking about tonight. Yeah, and. Um, it just looks like a really wonderful cartoon. It just looks like a gorgeous cartoon. And, I, I um, think that's what it is. It is just really nice. Like the the way it's done, like the art style, the movement, the the cutscenes, like everything's really really nice. The music is, uh, it's really really good. Like the the only downfalls are like the the attacking like uh, system on it is a bit odd do you think you'll get used to that i think so i mean i'm uh, i'm about two hours or so two and a half hours in now right and um i've got used to the jumping a bit more now but i don't know i've I've been in situations where i've had enemies and i i would like to target certain ones and i can't kind of thing I don't know that that might be an upgrade later on. I don't know. Once again, I'm in that situation like I was in um, fucking <laughs> the hell divers. I'm, I'm saying, oh, this is uh, this this could be better, but it it could be better later on, and I just don't know. So uh, I'm going to hold my tongue on that. I think actually, but yeah, very very nice nice game. Really cool. Enjoying it. What do you think it means? Um, a lot. Of, I mean, a, a lot of people. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. I, I must confess, I I didn't know anything about this until about a week ago. Yeah, me uh, neither. I started seeing the old preview here and there. But what do you think it could mean for the Xbox One? Do you think it's like how game changing is it in terms of an exclusive? Because I know, I know it's on PC. That's what you're playing it on. Yeah. But uh, we're not seeing it on PlayStation, and I'm pretty gutted about that. If I'm honest, do you think it's a big deal? I don't know because it's just an an indie game. I don't think it's going to be like a console selling game, but it's. I think it's going to be a game that people are going to be jealous about. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're right because I really am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like. I don't think you'd be. You'd see it and be like, "Shit, I need to go and buy an Xbox." Like, I need to spunk out like three hundred quid right now and play this game because I, I. Well, I, I wouldn't pay three hundred pound for it. I'd pay like I think I paid like fifteen quid or something for it on Steam. And I was like, "Yeah." That's I good. think the last the last console that was that had a console selling game on it that was a 2D side scroller was probably the SNES with, uh, <laughs> with Super Mario World. So yeah. it'd have to go some to to achieve that. But I'm still, yeah, I'm pretty gutted that I can't play it. Um, yeah. I, I also, I, I did a little bit of reading up on the development and um, the way that it was created yeah, by Move different. Studios. It, it reminded me of um, Give Up, the Postal Service album. Yeah, yeah. Because they... It was um, Ben Gibbard and um, is it Duntel or Dunatel? I can never remember yeah. how you pronounce it. Either way, they collaborated with it and they were never in the same room. They were other sides of the States and, and doing it. And I saw um, a thing about this, the development of this game. It's basically people dotted all over the world. You know, there was never a sort of... Uh, a communal uh, hub. A, a, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was never like a unified office where yeah. everyone was working out of, and you don't really hear that very much no. with, with games, Not game so. development and stuff. People tend to be together. Um, no, it it's kind of hit me for six. So I'm, I'll, I'll have to give it a go uh, at some point. I'm not sure when, but yeah. um, sounds brilliant. It yeah, sounds it's really very nice. cool. It's very very cool. Have you been playing anything else? Um, yeah, I. I got City Skylines um, because... Such a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Your week of gaming, I'm like, oh, shit, man. That's not fair. Because obviously, (laughs) like, we were talking about Maxis last week and SimCity, and I'm like, oh, yeah, City Builders. Those were the days. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) I went and got it. I think think it was about, like, 15, 20 quid again. It'd be 60 on the consoles, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the beauty of PC, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I think I've done about like four or five hours on it. And it's very good. And like the additions that they've made to it are fantastic, which makes me think like if SimCity had done those additions in the first place, would Maxis be where they are? But I, there was loads of other stuff with them anyway, with Maxis. But yeah, it's it's a very good game, but uh, there's nothing to shout about. It's like SimCity, but done right. So yeah, it's- yeah you, you don't sound that impressed, really. I, I'm a little surprised. I th- kind of thought that you'd be kind of shouting from the rooftops about this thing. Yeah, you've seen it all before. <laughs> well, that's. I think that's the thing because it's literally it, for me. It, it felt like Sim City, but on a bigger scale, which is cool because that's what you want when you're building a city. But I found it like very overwhelming at first. Like I thought, all right, I'm going to have all this space. I'm going to spread everything out a lot. And I mean, like in early game, you can't really spread it out. You've got to pack it in just to get like your your fire department, police department, health department to like be able to cover as much area as possible. And this not how I wanted to play it because I was like, right, this is going to be nice, big and open. Uh, I built all these like winding roads all over this area and like spread out all my different like industries and like yeah um oh wherever people are like what's it called the green one <laughs> residential uh, yeah, residential yeah the green <laughs> you know the green squares the green ones yeah the green ones and the blue ones 
So I spread yeah. them all out, so it'd be quite nice. So I'd have like my main strippers, like the um, oh god, words are not my friends right now. You know the blue ones. So I'd have my blue ones Commercial. down the main strip, yeah. <laughs> the blue ones down the middle, and then residential on one side and industrial on the other. So there's like you know, splitted between the two, but it the, it just didn't work that way. And I ended up going back to classic tactics of just boxing them all in. And yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I should have just played it in sandbox. It would have been better then. Maybe, maybe um, you know, like ten hours in, once you've got the ball rolling money wise and stuff, yeah. you've got a bit more freedom to do what you want to do. But then I'd have to go back and destroy what I did earlier, and I just feel like you know, um, deleting the progress that I made. I don't know. It's, yeah, I think it'd be nice on these games if you could set yourself an initial budget. I think you know we can be grown up enough to set ourselves a reasonable budget. It'd be nice if you could start with. I don't know exactly how much everything costs on the mm. game, but if the game normally starts you off with a hundred grand, it'd be nice if you could choose to start with you know three hundred grand, so that you can you're not really cheating. You're just starting with a bigger budget in the first place, and yeah. and you can a bit make more what flexibility. You want. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I've been playing GTA Heist with you, obviously, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, totally. I think that's about my week in games wrapped up, which has been fun. What about you, buddy? Uh, I have been playing... Uh, well, do you want me to get the, the the standard weekly normal shit out of the way first or or, or the... Um, all the other stuff. Um, keep the standard shit till last, buddy. And that's, you know, keep them on a knife edge. That's the way you do it. <laughs> you got to keep them wanting more. Right, okay. <laughs> um, I think my surprise game of the week, probably Thomas Was Alone. Okay. I bought Thomas Was Alone this week, and I really like it. Um, it is a 2D side-scrolling indie game, which is a bit of a theme there this week yeah but um yeah it's i didn't really know actually i got this confused with another game i'd seen a trailer or a video for uh something else i I don't know what it was but i for some reason thought that that was thomas was alone and then i was looking on the playstation store the other day and i was like right i'm gonna buy something i went into like the the under 10 pounds bit and i was like Yep, I'm going to take a punt on something I don't know much about. And then I bought this, and I loaded it up, and it was not the game that I thought I'd bought. Um, <laughs> you're joking. But... <laughs> so you went and bought something, and you're like thinking it's like... So you you went out, in real terms, to buy a T-shirt, and you ended up with trousers. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose so. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't investigate it at all. At some point or another, I associated Tom, the name Thomas was alone with another game. Uh, I will try and track this game down for anyone who's losing their mind right now, and then maybe I can buy that one next time round. But yeah, the game that I thought I was buying was not this one. Either way, I did buy this one, and um, uh, it's really good. So I guess I got lucky. <laughs> So I don't know. what is Thomas Was Alone then, now that we know that it's not what you bought or wanted to buy? Yeah, Thomas Was Alone is a it's a 2D game where you play a selection of squares and rectangles and you navigate them through a, a level. 
in the it's the, the most simplistic of 2D games. There's like hardly any texturing or anything. And you start off as a rectangle, a red rectangle, which um, <laughs> I was completely thrown by the fact that there's absolutely no animation like in involved in the movement of, of the things that you're controlling. So you start off as a single rectangle and you navigate your way about. Uh, and then as you go through the levels, you end up with more and more rectangles to control and you can swipe left and right on the touchpad to pick different ones or use the bumpers to cycle between them. They all jump different heights. They've all got different abilities. One of them can float. One of them can jump really high. You can stack them to get through levels and stuff. It's very strange because it, it looks incredibly basic, but the production values behind that are ridiculous like the the soundtrack is is fantastic it, it's uh, constant music ambient stuff really nice the it's, there's a narrator all the way through it and everything that he says comes up beside the shape that you're controlling in like a text box and it's narrated by Danny Wallace yeah. who um uh, wrote yes man also was famously friends with Dave Gorman that's I think that's where he got his sort of start so it's got like full-blown narration on every level it's got this amazing soundtrack and then the the visuals are you wandering about as a, as a cube or a rectangle and uh, one of them's long and thin and can't jump very high but other shapes can bounce on it it's it's very strange um sounds cool it's it's really cool it reminded me of what I've played recently, it probably reminded me of Sound Shapes. The, that was the closest that I could think of. That game is um, wicked. Yes, and um, because of our family sharing thing, you'll be able to download this, so you can give this a go. I'd like, I'd love to know what you think of it as well. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I think it's really cool. I, I think it won quite a few awards at the time, and it's Mike Bithell, who is the... Um, guy in charge of the studio that created it and his next game is a sort of um, counter-spy-esque isometric thingy that I saw a video for a, a few weeks ago. So I'm going to be following his... his um, we're already uh, following him on Twitter and he puts some very interesting things up. But yeah, very cool game. I really like it. Very good. Nice. Um, other than that, I've been pl I played a bit more Transistor. I think I'm quite close to the end now. Um of that game and I don't know if I'll go through it again or not so I'm kind of putting off completing it because I've really enjoyed my time with that thing so I've uh, been playing a bit of that very very cool game give it a go it's good and then we return to the usual suspects I've been playing a bit of Trials <laughs> and, um, <laughs> of course you have the guy on the uh, what's it called the Track World thing where you download Track Central um is called like King Durex or something like that. Oh yeah, he um, did show me some of his um, the levels he made. They're very very good. Yeah, I, I've downloaded a lot of tracks on um, Track Central on Trials, and it seems to be a running theme where about eighty ninety percent of them are really dark or you know I suppose atmospheric in inverted commas with you know really sort of night tracks and lava and that sort of thing yeah. this guy king durex look up his tracks he just makes like beautiful calypso island like really bright palm trees it's, it's quite refreshing so yeah if you're if you're 
playing through lots of maps on trials, give them a go. And finally, I have been playing Pro Evolution Soccer 2015, Ash. Really? Now, do you know what I have achieved? My last <laughs> week, you were halfway there, so maths should have it. I have got it, yeah. There you go. I got it last night. Nicely um, done, buddy. Six superstar wins in a row in my club. Was it tough? Um, I think, to be honest, it took, in the end, because I, I lost, I think I lost two games um, on my way to this trophy, and um, I think I drew four. It took, it in the end, it took me 60 games. I've played 60 games against the AI yeah. in, in a fortnight. Um, because of the fact that every sort of 15 to 20 games, the difficulty went up one, I, f- I feel like I've nobbled it now. Like I was on, on the difficulty before the top one, the super, uh, what is it, top player? Yeah. I was I was popping like six or seven in a game just because I've played so many. I feel like I've I've I now understand... Pez's AI, so it got to it got to the bit where it went up to superstar. Sorry, and... are you saying you are Neo when it comes to uh, <laughs> Neo of Pez? Yeah, yeah. I think I think if I um, played a versus match on there, if I played against a human opponent, then I'd probably just get fucked, quite yeah. frankly. But I've learned the the systems of the Matrix. Yes, yeah. I think so because I I I got to my I got to superstar difficulty level and I was like, okay, I need to win six in a row. Don't have to do it straight away. And I just did. Just won six in a row. I think I conceded one goal in the six games, scoring three or four a match. Nice. Um, I think the team chemistry thing comes into it, makes a massive difference. Like, you, you're like a lot better than a standard like four or five star team yeah. because of that. Um, but yes, I now have that trophy and yeah, one down, two to go before the platinum. <laughs> What's and I will next keep then? You posted. Uh, I need to win the World Cup in Master League mode, which has involved me um, simming through to 2018, is it? Okay. The next World Cup? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. Yeah, because. Because we've just had the World Cup in 2014, yeah, so as we noted earlier from uh, EA's fantastic game that is <laughs> yeah. 49.99 on the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bargain, mate. Get involved. Yeah. So yeah, I've got that one to do, and I need to get the Asian Player of the Year. Nice. With my be a pro, become a legend, whatever you want to fucking call it. So what you have to um, change your nationalities to Asian. No, you just have to play in the Asian okay. League. Just check in. Just yeah, it's been a bit <laughs> weird to make some sort of some sort of Chinese Parker. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, so yes, that was my gaming week. Uh, other than that, the only other thing I played Ash was Grand Theft Auto Five. No surprise, surprise. You'd have thought it. <laughs> So, yeah, that was broken when it came out, though, wasn't it? Uh, it didn't work at all. Didn't. Not only did it not work at all, but you couldn't play the normal game anymore either. No, it was uh, shenanigans. But they fixed it, yay. Or people just gave up, one of the two. It's fucking sweet as the punch, mate. 
<laughs> Agreed. Very, very cool. Um, the first one, the two-player mission, was a nice like ease into it. It's just like a, a slow and steady, nothing major. You're like, oh, this is cool. You know, just breaking into the bank. Oh, spoilers or whatever. Um, breaking into the bank, you know, you have to do like a little renaissance mission, you know, get up there, check it out and stuff. And then the next one, the second highest. Fucking what a difference. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, there's a lot of preparation in that. Like, was there four missions or whatever to get through? I really, really liked the um, the splitting off into like two teams because we did... I think me and you got paired up when we were the cops, weren't we? And we had to go and steal the cop car and whatever. And yeah, that, that was yeah. the third or the fourth one, wasn't it? Where we had to steal a cop car and then we were dressed as cops. We had to break into the police station. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, I mean, most of the evening I was the pilot, wasn't I? Yeah. We had to steal a plane at one point and in the final heist I was the pilot as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I... I think it's it's absolutely wonderful. I think it's just the best co-op experience yeah, I've ever exactly had. That's exactly what online. I was going to say. Like it it brings co-op to a completely different level. Like cuz you have to time things together and and the game kind of like hands you that in in a way, but still there there has to be a lot of communication, especially that last one where uh me and the funk were trying to get out of the prison with um, Raskowski or whatever it was and you're flying about with um, with Pete or whatever and it was just uh, it was mental because you, you, you were literally just like up there trying to like dodge these dodge uh, jets, dodge jets yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the way it splits you as well it's the way that uh, I, I can't see what you guys are doing and I feel like they're that, that's so smart because you can't help it. You can't help but think, oh for fuck's sake, yeah, well, can, can they it. not hurry up in the yeah. prison? But like no, I'm trying to, I'm we, trying to dodge jets in a Cessna up, up. Yeah. No, I, I know, <laughs> I know, but it's the same. It's like every time it, the way it pairs you off in the setup missions, and one of the teams fails. Yeah, definitely. and the other team hasn't seen what's happened at all. No. And your your immediate instinct, no matter what sort of person you for are, fuck's is sake. oh for fuck's sake, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Out, you but that seemed to diminish the further through we got, and the more we were playing it, the less annoyed I was when we failed because someone died. Yeah, because everyone was kind of pulling together, and the and I don't remember ever feeling so pleased and proud to complete a mission on anything like yeah. it, it, how rewarding was it, it when was we landed like, on as that as a team we were at all the end. like Woo! yeah it's so good proper a team moment yeah. as three of us parachute in and then the other one lands the yeah. chopper beside them and it's like Very yeah cool. mission complete i'm definitely looking oh. forward to more and more of these i know freaking awesome man and that's the way you do it free dlc buddy free DLC and uh, content that you can buy optionally on the side yeah. in terms of uh, a currency points. that yeah. you can get points and so on and so forth. That is how you do it. Yes. That's how you do it. It's just how stupid are they making everyone else look? I know, right? It's unbelievable because, <laughs> you know, you look at Destiny, look at when they released, oh, what the fuck, I don't even care what it was called. What was it called? Do you know? 
No. The the, the, the big whatever it was. Ex- anyway. Yeah. The There was two of them. What, are you talking about the, the season pass? I'm talking about the thing where on Destiny, the only way that we could keep ranking up and getting better gear was doing the weekly and daily heroic strike oh, missions. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, then they exactly. released a new DLC pack. Yeah. And the week that they did that... They made it so that the the weekly the missions, strike or whatever it was, the weekly strikes were the DLC, yeah. so you couldn't play them if you didn't yeah. buy it. That, that <sighs> game got Fuck sacked you off. guys. Yeah, that that was yeah. a bad shout. That was a bad shout. It was, but yeah, <laughs> it was a phoenix. Um, I would imagine that most people who are listening to this uh, have GTA, have played the heists, or are going to play the heist. We found it quite hard to get four people together, didn't we, for yeah, a Yeah, it while. was, which is a bit annoying. Well, we would have done it on Friday night, but obviously Sky Broadband now yeah, that in the coffin. You know. Seriously. Uh, so this Friday night we'll be doing it, I'm guessing, which would be nice. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah we, we did struggle, will. struggled a bit, but we got there. We managed to get there. I think it, it comes down to your friends list, doesn't it? Like yeah. uh, the attitude we've always had with um with the the friends lists on not just on PSN but on our old 360s as well was that I tended to not really have many people on there that I didn't know in real life. My friends list basically consisted of people that I knew. Yeah. Um, in real life, personally, I'm starting to think that that might not be the way to go. I'm starting to think that I, I should start. But how? I've, I forget the days of playing online multiplayers and talking to randoms because we've got parties now. You know, you, you yeah, you're not forced into that situation where you have to. It's talk encouraged to, us to block off. Hasn't yeah, it? because there's so many annoying people. Like, I'm not doing it for a third time, but you know, Slipknot said it best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you've got a point. People tend to equal shit. Yeah. Some people don't equal shit. Well, you no, never know, man. Exactly. Like, we've started doing know. these podcasts, yeah. and in theory, you know, that could lead to some people. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'm, I'm not, not releasing that, my gamer, my tag, gamer this tag week. Yet, not this week. Well, that's but, pointless um, because if you watch a video, you can see what my gamer tag is. So I'm no, fucked. Nope. No idea. No, you just don't know. Don't watch our videos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think I think that the heists are wonderful, and I'm looking forward to doing the other ones, and also hearing what Rockstar's plans are for the future. They're going to keep releasing more and more. I, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's so replayable, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because I I haven't even seen I haven't seen half that heist. You know, when I was the pilot, I didn't even see what no, you guys you were didn't doing. See anything. It's going to be like a new mission for me when I play as a different role. We definitely had the best bit of that mission. It was frigging awesome. It's so cool going into that prison, just being like, "Oh shit, this is going down." <laughs> <laughs> Massive ball lake. Like, I think it was like three times it or four times it took us to get through it. But we got I've there. watched some people play in that mission on YouTube, and I've got to say that I think we did it in three or four. I, I think that's quite decent that's from what I've bad. seen. Yeah, that's not bad at all. But everyone, I'm guessing, has that first like bit when you get off the bus and that like prison guard says stop and you're like alright I stopped and he just fucking shoots you anyway Like, oh. I find that a bit weird and then you're like and then on the next playthrough you're like is that going to happen again what do I have to do differently it's a bit odd but meh that's just what happens isn't it go with it yeah you worked out a system yeah. you nobbled it yeah. you completely nobbled it all over it it was cool 
But yeah, GTA Heist, booyah. Damn right. And now it's time for the news. The news. There it is. All day. Number one. Number one. Destiny wins best game BAFTA. Obviously. Beats Mario Kart 8, Shadow of Mordor, Dragon Age Inquisition, and Alien Isolation. What do you think of that, Ash? I couldn't agree less. (laughs) Yeah, I am... I saw this on, it was announced on the Video Gamer website. Um, obviously, it was announced all over the place, but that was where I was at the time. And uh, I immediately, the first thing that came to came to mind was, that's like giving an Oscar to one of the Transformers movies. <laughs> like, it just doesn't, it makes no sense to me. I mean, they've sold millions, haven't they? Yeah, so, well, I discussed it last week. It's the old Dead Island syndrome, buddy. That's why I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps perhaps you're right. We'll go with the fact that you're right. Needless to say, neither of us agree with that being the best game. Definitely Um, not. I'm not not even suggesting that it should have been one of the others. Um, But no, no, I don't like it. Well, what's the BAFTA meant to be? like? So this is for the best game. What of the yeah, last this year is like of twenty fourteen? This is like your big one, yeah. What would you say your best game in twenty fourteen was? I don't know. I think I probably enjoyed uh, Need for Speed Rivals more than Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm terrible. Honest. You can't say that. That's awful. Yeah, I did. I said it. I'm sticking to it. That okay. was that should have won. Yeah. Okay. That, no, it came out. I think it, that was think that yeah, it was a year before, wasn't it? That was twenty thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Jesus I'm sticking with it. That's 2013's Need for Speed Rivals yeah, should have won the best game of 2014. That's, cool. That's what I'm going with. I like it. All right, next. PSN free online multiplayer this weekend, buddy. It's nice if you haven't got PS Plus. But we do. So I don't care. Next. Um, the Lego games are going all Skylandery. Yay, um, toys. To There's going to be Lego toys, and are you at all surprised that this hadn't no. happened already? Well, like, obviously, like Skylanders really obvious. has um, kicked it off with the whole like toy to you know game thing, and I think it's friggin' awesome for kids. Like, and you got your amiibos as well. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. So Nintendo jumped on the bagwagon with the amiibos, Disney. and now obviously Lego. But fucking, if they're going to do it like the Lego games are now, you're going to have to buy like fifty like characters for each fucking Lego game. It's retarded. You can't do that because like you unlock so many characters and characters in different like outfits in Lego games. So I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a good thing. But I'm definitely not going to buy into that if that's what they do. Because if it's just going to be the same Lego games as they are now, but with the thing of just having to buy your characters, um, they can do one. I'm not having that. Setting aside the toys and stuff, which which franchise do you think is better at? Gameplay wise, out of Skylanders, and you've got Swap Force, haven't you? That's yeah, the one that you I've play with Swap your kids. Um, which I 
I don't know if it got rated the best, but I, I, I would say that's probably one of my favourite ones. It's really, really good. Would you rate that over the Lego games that you've played in the past? Me personally, no. As a kid, hell's yeah. Personally, like the the beauty of Lego is like there's so much to collect and go around and get, and you know there's replayability in that aspect of like trying to get it to a hundred percent. And then there is that in Skylanders, but I find Skylanders more fun to play with my son than Lego, just because it's like, oh, who are we gonna be? And you know, like with Swap Force, you can swap your characters and things like that. And like you know, we, we have like jokes about like who we're going to be I'm going to be like the the squid tentacly guy with like a bomber top and or, or whatever you know but I, I don't know if that will work with Lego I mean yeah you could have like interchangeable Lego people I guess it would be cool if you could buy like Lego kits and make your own character now that would be cool so like you buy you know just like bits of Lego but, you know, obviously made for the game, like certain packs, and you could like interchange them. Or the pack would come with a load of different Lego pieces. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you could customise your character. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because, I mean, presumably there'd still be, there'd be like a core piece in there that's the scannable object for the game to register what's going on. So yeah. there's nothing to stop them from doing that. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Pretty much it's just like um, an expansion of the Swap Force. With Swap Force, you have like a top and a bottom that you put together. With this, you'd have like, I don't know, five or six or seven different pieces of, you know, <laughs> the Lego person that you could put on him or change. Yeah. And that, that, that'd be pretty cool. I'd buy that. And Lego's perfect for that, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. That interchangeability. Yeah. So, but... Uh, I don't know. It depends how they, you know, bring it across to everyone, how they're going to market it and what it's going to include in it. If it is a massive, like, sellout, like, it's so expensive, but, like, you just find it cheap on the internet somewhere. But, yeah, it should be good, I think. Thumbs up from Slay. Maybe. Fair enough. <laughs> it, it is time, Ash, for... The arbitrary The Division story of the week. My favourite time of the week. <laughs> Are you ready? Is it another diorama? It's not a diorama. In fact, they've kind of let us down this week in that there's only actually been one one update oh, on The Division's in Facebook. A week. And I think, yeah, and I think that that's possibly because obviously uh, Ubisoft they were all listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast last week and have become slightly embarrassed yeah, about the uh, constant nonsense that they're, <laughs> they're putting up. So uh, this week, all we got was some fucking wallpapers. Right. So, like, what kind of wallpapers are they? And they're, like, in-game ones, or are they just, like, art styles? Or Yeah, you art-style wallpapers. you got the, the Division logo on there. Um so essentially screenshots, but we, but they're called wallpapers. Well done. <laughs> Hopefully they'll come up with something extra special. Did you know that the division has its own podcast? How how often is this podcast? <laughs> I don't know, but I I just remember being tickled by the fact that a single Ubisoft game that isn't out yet. Uh, had its had its own podcast. 
<laughs> they haven't got a release date, but they've got their own podcast where they fucking talk about it. I mean, to be honest, everyone's doing it these days, so why not? True. Yeah. <laughs> if we can do it, then yeah. anyone can. can. Yeah. Fair point. Okay. <laughs> Next, Evolve has new DLC. What? New DLC. So new this is more DLC on top more of the DLC. like thousands of pounds worth of DLC they've already got. The, yeah, on top of the mountains of DLC, there's there's they've announced more DLC. Okay, good for them. Next, uh, <laughs> Nintendo. Have, <laughs> Nintendo have come out with some stuff. Have you been watching yes. Nintendo this week? So a dedicated gaming system. Yeah, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, my my PlayStation is a dedicated gaming system. I, I would call it that. I'd say um, that's I w- what it's there for. I wouldn't call it that, but it is. that's what it is, I suppose. So, yeah, Nintendo have been busy this week. They have announced a new system, but they haven't really called it a system or a console or we don't really know. No one really knows what it is, um, but they've announced something. It says here that it's a new hardware system with a brand new concept. There you go. I mean, that could mean anything, couldn't it? Well, it's hardware-based, so it's physical. So it's not cloud-based gaming. Or it could be. Right. So So it's a console, then? I guess it's some sort of console, yeah. I remember watching the uh, E3 press conference when they announced the Wii U. Yeah. They made such a hash of that that I didn't know they had announced a new console. I watched the console announcement and I came away from it thinking that they'd announced a controller for the Wii. Yeah, there's so much confusion. They they, they haven't... I don't know, are they playing like the sneaky long game? Or are they just... I think they're just waking up to, to modern trends. I think they've kind of... I think Nintendo have kind of been had their eyes closed and their fingers in their ears going, no, 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 for quite some time now. And yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, the other announcements are that they have partnered with, I don't know how you say this company name. Is it DNA? Is it just DNA? Or is it I'd, I'd Day, say it's DNA. DNA. I, I would say that because that's, you know, like a play on DNA. DNA. Place. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that then. Yeah. Well, they've partnered with them for mobile gaming. Nintendo is finally going mobile. They're going to have... So they're branching out from the 3DS, the Super 3DS and all the other DSs that they've brought out over the years, the 2DS. You cannot argue with Nintendo's mobile record. No, like, they smashed it. They... I can't remember who it was who said this, but I I was listening to another podcast. I I don't mean to rip them off, but they said that the thing that the Nintendo always did best was that they treated their mobile consoles like mobile consoles, whereas companies like Sony, they treated them like miniature home consoles that they had to like squeeze everything into. Whereas, like we discussed about like whole mobile gaming situation last week. And it's kind of like that. You can't have, you know, labour-intensive games on the move. They have to be nice and easy and simple, I think. Yeah, it's got to be tailored to yeah. the idea of, of of gaming on the move, hasn't it? Yeah, because I don't use my Vita on the move because I drive everywhere. That would be really stupid if I was playing my Vita whilst driving. I use my Vita when I'm on holiday or elsewheres where I know I've got like a good couple of hours to sit around and do nothing so it is a console away from home whereas like yeah 
um, the main or the core mobile gamer doesn't do that. They just pick it up and play for 10 minutes here or there. I think it's it's cool. It's exciting. Um, the fact that they have announced what they've announced, which is basically nothing. Yeah. Um, you just don't know. You know, they could be like, yeah, we're releasing a console. It's more powerful than the PS4. <laughs> like, they could do that. You don't know. The DNA thing was like, they, they were meant to be like combining it with everything. So like tablets, PCs, 3DSs, everything's meant to come together, apparently, with and including this new console. They're meant to have like a new Nintendo world or whatever it was called um, that got discontinued, I think, where it combines all of them in one place. I really want a Wii U. I don't know. I'd, I'd have one. I'd still play the Wii with my son, you know. Uh, I, I was playing it literally five hours ago. We were doing fucking bowling. So there you go. I want one. I I don't understand Nintendo and I also recognise that that is because I'm an idiot. Every single time they do something and I think to myself, uh, what? It works. It basically, I just... It keeps them going I don't, on, doesn't it? The Wii U, the Wii U was bombing. This time last year, the Wii U was fucking bombing and there's people talking about them discontinuing it. Yeah. Like They'd sold like... I don't know what the figures were, but they hadn't sold very many. It was a disaster. And I was thinking, what is going on here? And meanwhile, you know, Iwata was like, no, it's all good. It's all fine. (laughs) And then they pulled out of E3 and they're like, yeah, we're going to do like a little video like beforehand instead. And... And I was like, are they, I feel like they're just being like hipster. <laughs> like yeah. they're just doing it because they want to be different. Some sort of niche Every market. single time. <laughs> yeah, but they come through. They come through. Yeah. And the sort of games that have come out on that Wii U. Uh, it, look, if you're talking console exclusives, there's, <laughs> there's like place. six yeah. console exclusives on that Wii U that, that shit all over anything that's come out in the last like 14 months on either the Xbox or the PlayStation. More power to them. And I I will end up eventually buying a new Nintendo. I I have actually never owned a Nintendo console in my whole life. That's mental. Yeah. I think the only one I didn't have was the GameCube. But then I made up for that on the Wii because you could play all your GameCube games on it. So I smashed the GameCube games on that. I think I bought bought a cheap controller or a Feebay or something and then just went back and played like Mario Sunshine and stuff like that. It was wicked. So much fun. That as well. Imagine imagine Sony doing that. Well, like there's the whole thing with um, the chipset and stuff like that. You can't run the old games on the new systems because they're completely different hardware and things like that. But with the Nintendo, I I, I don't know. I guess it's backwards compatibility because there's not much difference between the consoles. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I set you up there. I set you up and I was hoping that you'd say that. And we'll move on to this next news story. Go on then. Which is that the PlayStation Now beta starts in spring in the UK. It does. And... I have signed up for the beta. And so have I, and so can you. If you go to our Facebook or our Twitter, nice. you will find 
a link straight to the beta sign up. So if you haven't done it already, get if you're on a PlayStation it. gamer, get on it. Get on it. It's your only chance of a decent fucking racing game yeah. on the PlayStation 4. And just, just remember when you put in your online ID, it is case sensitive because the first time I put in mine wrong, because I'm a bit dumb. <laughs> so I went back and did it again. I mean, all we really want is Rainbow Six Vegas 2. <laughs> Mate, I just want to play. I Vegas. just want to play that game. I, just, I need yeah. a shooter. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, update on the shooter front. Yeah, I've cancelled the hardline pre-order just on the fact that never pre-order, and also people have been saying it's not really Battlefield and it's not really cops and robbers, so it doesn't really know what it is. So yeah, I've cancelled that. Just a little quick update there. So Most podcasts this week will be talking about Battlefield Hardline. I'm glad that we're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, re- <laughs> it's reviewed poorly. Uh, everyone says that the Battlefield aspect doesn't work because it's just a mixture of two games that don't go together. Yeah. Um, I, we can't comment because we haven't played it. Um, no, can't. For that reason, we won't talk about it. No, either. I just thought I'd update everyone on the... Uh, pre-order yeah and judging by the um r- the things that i've read about it you made the right choice yeah uh next news story well i'm going to mention this now and then we're going to leave it because it's one of our questions for this evening um elder scrolls drops subscription fee um yeah we will talk about that in our questions and answers section but yeah they're no longer charging a monthly subs fee for playing Elder Scrolls Online. Apparently some people were paying that. I don't know who they were. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Windows 10 is coming this summer, and it is free for a year for anyone running Windows 7 or Windows 8. What do you think of that, Ash? So it's free for a year. Does that mean I have to pay for it after a year? No, I think it means that you get it for free, provided you upgrade to it within within that 12 months. It's just a really odd way of saying it. It's free for a year. Like what? Yeah, it so it's is. a subscription thing. No, I, no, no. It's so just you free. You just get your free license. I know. It's, you get your free upgrade. They don't in, need any you, more money. No, they're philanthropists now. Yeah, that's <laughs> Bill Gates is like fuck it. Like I give ten million a year to Ugandan fishermen. I'm just going to start delivering the operating system to you for nothing. Do you want to hear another <laughs> crazy bit of news about Windows 10 being free that I read earlier? Go. It is also free if you have a pirated version of Windows 7 or 8.1 or whatever. What? Yeah. I'm not even lying. Because they realised that, like, piracy is ridiculous. And they're like, yeah, just have it free. But where are they making the money? They aren't. Yeah, that's what it is. But where are they making the money? No, they're not. They're giving if you okay. So what it is? So you've got a non-genuine version of Windows installed seven or eight um, within, and then you upgrade it to ten. So you can upgrade it to ten for free, but your version of Windows is still not genuine. Now God knows what that means. Does it mean that you just don't get the updates or what? I don't know. But yes, you can upgrade to Windows ten when it comes out for free if you have a pirated version of Windows. Odd, isn't it? Well, isn't that just like putting your hand up? I don't know. I don't know, but that they came out and said it today. I'm baffled by that. I know. Um, I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, that's it. I think we'll, 
we'll move on. Yeah. Ash, have you seen the trailer for the movie Pixels? No. Okay, we'll watch it now. Oh, doing we'll stuff. Wait. Talk we'll about wait. talk about it. Okay, um, you watch it and I'll talk about it. Okay. Ready? Um, when was it released? That one. Well, the trailer. Yeah, the so trailer I've, came out I've, today. I found it's it. trending all over the internet, mate. Where have you been at work or something? I've been at work and I work. Yeah, I'm at work. I don't have internet there. Okay. I right, talk about. It. I'm watching it. So Pixels is a new movie coming out in a few months. It's a new Adam Sandler film. Oh yeah, I heard um, that he's in it. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's being. It's directed by Chris Columbus, who didn't discover America, but actually directed Home Alone. And it is something to do with when the US shoot their time capsule up into space. Um, they include some video game footage from like Nintendo from the early 90s or late 80s or whatever. And the aliens receive the time capsule and take it as an act of war. And they return to... Uh, fight, uh, fight the earth um, in the form of the video game characters. I'm watching that we it sent right them. now. It looks quite funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some good people in it. Brian Cox is in it. Yeah. That man knows how to pick a comedy. Super Troopers, for example. People are going mental for it <laughs> today, especially giant Pac-Man like running through. <laughs> I don't really know. It's got Dinklage in. It has got Dinklage in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm well looking forward to that. The people of the games community are a huge fan of Peter Dinklage ever since his rousing (laughs) role in Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Went down a treat, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, I suspect it'll be shit. um, Basing that on the the, the last... Yeah, the last 10 Sandler films were all terrible. Um, His last good film was Mr. Deeds. Yeah, interesting and cool that there's a video game film coming out of some description. (laughs) Sorry, it's just finished. (laughs) It's a good finish to the trailer. If you haven't watched it, you need to see it. Well, good. Yeah, that's good, man. I'll watch that. Nice stuff. Yeah, just search Pixels on YouTube. It'll pop up straight away. You'll, yeah. be, able to, you'll be able to watch that if you haven't already. You've probably seen it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm behind the times. So, um, what's next? Here we go. Uh, there was a message sent out by Codemasters today saying that they were looking for coders or producers or something for a dirt e-project. So, Codemasters have all but announced that there's going to be a new dirt game coming out. Yeah. Which is cool. I just want a racing game, Ash. That's all I want. Mate, we'll be okay. I just want one. We'll get there. Just just wait. You know, you can't rush these things. I've been waiting for <laughs> Evolution to release private servers for their game drive club that's been out for several months and was delayed a year and still didn't come out with private servers and now we're in March and there still aren't private servers. Yeah, well... Suck it up. No. You're fine. Coupled with the fact that the next news story is that there have been layoffs at Evolution. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> and future projects have been cancelled. Yeah, well, um, I didn't see that coming. There's now a sm- small team working on using 
I think they, they said something along the lines of using Drive Club as a content platform or something like that. Yeah. So, Ash, I never want anyone to lose their job because that's horrible. Yeah, it's not fair. And at the end of the day, these are just video games. And, you know, to most people, video games aren't important. Although if it's your job, then they probably are. But they did fuck Drive Club, didn't they? They Drive Club was fucked. I mean, it never started, like, it never worked from the start, really. Um, Everything, everything was broken. It, was, it took and it took. Well, it seemed like it took forever to even get the game working. I don't even know if it's still working for everyone. Still, you know, and you know they they've come up with these updates and things, and it's it's probably got a nice, like, solid ground of uh, followers now. But like you say, where's the friggin' private lobbies? Like, where are they? I just don't know. I mean, I think they will come out. Project Cars obviously getting delayed to yeah. May. Will they come out before then? I don't know. I I don't know. I I literally I I had a, a brief stint of playing that for like a week or two, um, a, a couple of months ago. But then I just lost interest again immediately because I've I've done the the campaign and the free DLC that we got. So you lost interest because you can't play with your friends. Yeah, well, I can play with my friends, but not in the way I want to. So yeah, no. It's, but yeah, Drive Club, once again, failing. But Such a shame. It is. Cause Such a massive shame. It's a great game. It is a good game. But could be better. Okay. Could be a lot better. Yeah. Needs to be better soon. Finally. Finally. I'm happy about this one. <laughs> Farming Simulator. There was many of hours spent on 14. Farming Simulator coming to Xbox One, PS4, PC, whatever, in May. Now, we went through a phase. Was it 2014? Farming Sim 2014 or 2013? I'm pretty sure it was 14. It was only last year. We played the absolute balls. Oh, no, it was 13. Sorry, I'm just checking Steam. Farming Simulator 2013 Titanium Edition. Yeah. How many hours? In fact, can you tell me how many hours you played of that? (laughs) Seeing as you're on Steam. Uh, yep, we are racking up 39 hours on that. There you go. <laughs> 39 hours of planting fucking wheat in a field and buying a combine and filling up a truck and then taking that to market. <laughs> I don't know. Going on what the it was. random missions to go and mow the uh, golf course or whatever it was or, like the, or the trader course, yeah. park you know had to do that we had to do that <laughs> yeah but yeah um, farming simulator 2015 mate bring it on first person farming I'm all about it yeah and they have confirmed multiplayer farming Thank for up to four fuck. players only four I think it was four now the the only thing with the farming simulator was we couldn't get enough workers we had to mod it to get more workers do you remember to like, yes, I um, do. So we could farm all our various fields that we had. Now, if we can only play it with four people, surely we can't have like an uber massive farm. We're gonna have to like keep it contained. So I don't know. Yeah, I might be wrong. I might be wrong about that. Imagine if you could have like sixteen farmers. Amazing. 
be ridiculous. I mean, we spoke about it before. It's it's farming simulator. It sounds ludicrous. It is what it sounds like. Yeah, it is literally There's nothing. Purchase a farm, farm the fields. That's it. All <laughs> all video games are pointless. Yep. Just to note, pointless. Farming simulator is no more pointless than Halo. Yeah, that's just the way it is. I think so. You're sticking with that's a statement. You happy, happy with that? Yeah. Ah, no, you're totally right. It's all just you know time spent doing whatever what you enjoy. So if you enjoy farming, it's just fun, then you're all over. Yeah, it. exactly, exactly. So yes, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, Hopefully, I think we'll pick that up like a year later Christ. for like five pounds, <laughs> and we'll be all over it. We'll do some let's plays. Yeah. Be awesome. Yeah, prime video opportunities there. Gibbons. Cool. So that is the news. Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. So now it's time for questions from our listeners. And we have some questions, Ash. This is the second week in a row that we have actual questions from actual listeners. See, I thought we were done after the news. I was going to just pack it all in, go to bed. <laughs> you, you were going to jog on? I was going to jog on, mate, but obviously not. No chance. No mate. chance, mate. No, nah, mate. Uh, first question from Paul. He says, what is your favourite unintended, unofficial or self-developed game mode or mini-game. And uh, as an example, he lists uh, Cars vs. Snipers on GTA V. which That was game night for us, it? was a it? good one. It was it two weeks, weeks ago, ago. When, when he was actually online. Uh, yeah, we did play that quite a bit, and it was hilarious. Really good fun. So if you haven't played that, you want to look it up, it's on the... Um, what's it called? The online thing where you can look up the... Social um, something. Social club, that's go. right. Look up Cars vs. Snipers if you've got some friends to play with. It's basically you've got uh, some one team are on top of a platform high up in the air. They've got sniper rifles. The other team are on the ground. They've got sports cars and ramps. And the team on the ground have to get up and flatten the people on the platform who have to try and shoot them before they do that. Uh, and it's brilliant. We played it for... We literally played that for like two hours, yeah, didn't we? Just that one just game, that game was like at least two hours. Uh, it was like two on two. I don't... One on one's a bit different. Like we tried it early in the week and it was a bit harder, but two on two yeah. is really, really good fun. Perfect number of people, really. Yeah, definitely. So what have you got for me then? What, we've we've done quite a few of these in the past. We made a little list earlier. Which one was your favourite that we came up with? My favourite one ever was on um, Pez 4, um, which was a, a sort of big versus small uh, football match. It, the rules are ridiculous. Um, in fact, I think we should probably do like a... We should do a video. We'll do a video. We'll have to make the teams and do a video. We should be able to do that online, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like yeah, on like PES 2015. It's centred around a, a giant team of slow people who could only shoot from the halfway line yeah. against uh, a tiny team of weaklings who were really fast. One team had a spectacular keeper. Yeah. The other team had a, an appalling keeper. Yeah. 
Um, the the giant team was shooting at a keeper with like one stat for everything, and the tiny team was shooting at a keeper with ninety nines yeah. <laughs> for everything. It was really good. It really worked. I don't funny. know whether it'll work on the latest pairs. It might have just been a fluke, but we'll we'll give it a go. Yeah, that we'll definitely like give it a go. We'll make a video future. of that. I think that should be our next video. We do that'd be that'd be really funny to do. I think actually. <laughs> yeah, it sounds cool. What about you? what's um what's your favorite? Uh, mine was probably on the three sixty with Halo three. I think yeah, it was Halo three when the, they brought Forge. Yes, when they brought out Forge because. I don't think it shipped with Forge. I think that was like an add-on later on from what I remember. And so literally you could start making whatever you wanted. Uh, I remember playing like uh, beach volleyball and stuff like that with the the massive hammers (laughs) and stuff like that. It was well funny. But the one that we made was just like Halo Racing. So we would take... I I think it started off as like multiple vehicles like in... um, Oh, what's the big like the uh, is it like the canyon or something it's called? I can't remember the you know the main one where you got the two bases at both ends in like a ravine. Oh yeah, no, I can't remember the name of that. And either. Um, yeah, you start. We started off in that. We made like a really basic like race course. Like we said, oh, you got to go around here and then up here and then make the jump and stuff like that. And that was really good. But then the was it like the warehouse one where it was just empty? Like I rem- I I remember spending days like building this like race course and stuff like that and like being able to go up on multiple tiers and stuff like that uh, it's three story it was a three story race yeah we, we made, made three stories because you could like put stuff on top of each other leave it and then delete all the stuff underneath it and it was brilliant it was so good uh that i think that that would be my my favorite one like that we made yeah man it's wicked honorable mentions to uh on the very first vegas yeah we were used to have foot races on the roof of the library. Yeah, that's um, good. There was ones where, um, what was the Vegas one? Two, Modern right? Warfare. Oh, the on Rust third person pistols only. Yeah, on the Rust is the smallest map. Yeah, so it was like all third square. person. Yeah, no third was, person, it, wasn't it? Yeah, third person pistols only. Yeah. Um, and then when and, you ran out of ammo, it was like stab each other or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, so it was basically we got uh, really, uh, really good at that though. <laughs> it, was it was so hard. There was no though. aiming reticule yeah, or anything. But we we managed to get really good at that, like getting the headshots down. It was wicked. Well, the knack of it was just getting shot of your ammo as quickly as yeah, possible, so you, so you could just, just take a run at people. people. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was wicked. Oh, I missed that. That was a great game. Oh God. When it was yeah. good. Another honourable mention to the Uzi Conga, buddy. Oh, champion. It's a line, everyone gets in a line with an Uzi and does a conga. Pretty yeah. much. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on the villa. You're playing, was it just Team Deathmatch? No, no, it was Terrorist, terrorist Hunt, hunt. Wasn't it? Yeah, so you're only playing the AI, everyone in a line, only allowed Uzis. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stay in that line all the way yeah. around. Follow the <laughs> with leader. The old, <laughs> Bubble gum camo, fucking ace, mate. Loved it. Yes. Um, Paul also asks, "What's up with your fucking face?" Which has become something of a theme, and suggests that Paul and uh, Simon actually know each other. I think that that one was actually directed at you, buddy. Oh, okay. Um, I will try and think of my answer to that, and I will get back to you, but <sighs> perhaps next week. I should have done that. Instead of just I've been hit for six by that. Rhetorical, you know, 
Yeah, what's up with your <laughs> fucking face? Yeah, it's not not so good. It was a solid retort, buddy. You were all over it. It's true. Uh, next, uh, from Simon, what is the fascination with Ticket to Ride? Trains. 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 Um, Ticket to Ride is a board game that was released as a 360 arcade game. Um, I think we, we have really it on Steam as well, it. don't we, now? We do. Yeah. We do have it on Steam. Um, there's not much to say about this. It's a really good board game. Um, and funnily enough, about three, four years later, I've met my current girlfriend at uni and she has she new ticket to ride and she has, has the actual board game. So now I regularly play the board game. And you didn't even bring it to my bachelor party, you shitbag. They can't leave the house. It's a sacred object. Well, not even for me. Ah. <laughs> it's fine. I just, if I turned up at your snag with a board game, you'd have been like, what the fuck is this? Chicken to ride, mate. I would have been all over that. I would have been like, best <laughs> yeah. day ever. You've made it. Congratulations. So, yeah, he, he, he wants to know what's wrong with your face as well, but... Um, uh, I'm yeah. gonna well, I'm gonna do what you did, and I'll get back to him next week. Take me fair away. play. I'll, I'll make a diorama. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, you should. Final question. Um, from this is from Tom. Will the Justice for Gamers crew be getting involved in the newly titled The Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited when it's released on console? And what are your thoughts on it going from a monthly subscription to a buy to play model? Is it a Fonz or is it a Phoenix? What are your thoughts? I'm going to get it. I know you're not, but I'm getting it. So we played, was it Was it the Alpha that we played on I the think PC? I think it was Beta. Twice. Beta. We played the Beta on the PC. That game was shit. It was dog shit, mate. Absolutely it was shit. terrible. It was rubbish. It was rubbish. It was, it was nothing. It didn't feel like... Um, uh, an Oblivion game or anything. Uh, Elder Scrolls game, sorry. Um, That's what you wanted. You wanted Skyrim Online. It, it didn't feel like that at all. It no. felt... It was shit. It, it felt was shit. standard generic MMO. And it, yeah, it wasn't great, was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, why do you want to get it? Because it's the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, but you've played it and it was shit. Yeah, <laughs> so but... why do you, you want to get it? It's probably got some improvement since then. And now it's... I don't have to pay a subscription to it. That's also a bonus. Still got to buy it, though. This was the thing about it. When we were playing the beta and they were like, yeah, so you have to buy the game. And then pay a month. Full price, like 50 quid. And then you've got to pay like a tenner a month, was it? Yeah, it wasn't a great deal. What are you talking about? What are you... Like, even WoW. Like, when WoW first came out, it didn't do that. Didn't it? It wasn't 50 quid to buy the disc, surely. I can't remember. Maybe you got like so many months free or something when you bought it. I can't remember, buddy. That was, I, that was like I think 10 it was, years ago or something when that came out. It was 11. Is it? Jesus. Yeah, that game came out in 2004, my gaming year. Uh, that's <laughs> why, isn't it? Because of fucking World of Warcraft. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know all about that shit. Yeah. Um, it was a stupid, stupid idea for it to be a full price retail release 
and a monthly subscription and console gamers would never have gone for it no. they had to change it they had no choice um they've gone for the guild wars model now that's a good thing yeah um, guild wars 2 was gra- cracking mmo i bought that i think it was like around release date and also played it with tom and it was good fun really enjoyed that yeah you really got into it yeah that was really cool so i don't know i I'd, I'd like to i probably will get it and when it goes to down cheap you know bargain basement because obviously if it is just a game i can just buy a disc for then i might as well just wait until it gets cheap because it will because if if it is shit no one's gonna buy it and then it will go down in price and yeah. I, I want to see what it's like. I want to try an MMO on a console. Like I've, I've played a few on PC and like got into them. And it's been cool. But yeah, like I'll do it. I think it's a fonts. The fact that it's gone free, obviously. But oh, that's an absolute fonts, definitely. The, the but in the first place, it was a massive phoenix for being retarded. So does that cancel it out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can only go with what we've got at this point. Um, True. Yeah, I I don't have any faith in it. I, having played the beta, I I assume it, it will be rubbish. Um, but maybe it won't. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> it was shite when I played. It was shite <laughs> it was, wasn't it? it was like, I can't. It, please don't underestimate what I'm saying here. It was fucking awful yeah. when I played it. Genuinely appalling to the point where they were spamming me with uh, invites and oh, don't yeah invites come back to play and play the following the weekend and the beta. following weekend and i just wasn't i had a free op- option to play beta i had a decent pc at the time uh, even though i had the beta i was like no i can't be asked i was home i was i was here i, I could have played it <laughs> and no. no no so yeah that's what i think about that yeah So I think that's about it for the third ever Justice for Gamers podcast. Um, have you had a nice time, Ash? I think so. It's been different, but the same. I like it. <laughs> Here we fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been okay. It's been, it's been different. I can't really remember what we've talked about. There's been a lot. Once again. Have you been drinking? Are you on the sauce? Well, I'm, I am on the sauce, obviously. Why wouldn't you be on the sauce? <laughs> Rude not to. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Like, I really enjoyed talking about Ori in the Blind Forest. That game's definitely awesome. If you've got the capabilities oh, to run it. that game, go and get it. It's it's really cool. Like, for that price, you can't get better. I'm going to um, forcefully push my girlfriend into buying that because they got a decent family computer over there and uh, I'm pretty sure it'll run it. Yeah, I want to play it. it. I'm going to do that. Be worth uh, it. I need, I need to play that game. Um, and yeah, you need to play Thomas Was Alone and tell me what you think of it. I'd like to know. I will do. And we will make our PES 2015 big versus small video, which I'm very yes. much looking forward to. And that is I'm next hoping week. it will that be is next week. That is the plan. This weekend we'll, 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 we'll smash it out. You, you're going to have to make the teams. Oh, are we going to both have to make the teams? We are, aren't we? One each. All right, yeah. okay. That's fine. We'll do that. We'll work it out. It'll be fun. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, um, thanks very much for listening. And um, please send us stuff if you have stuff to talk about. Yeah, and send us questions and things. Yeah, we like it. We love a bit of it. It makes us feel special. 
um, and and pretty and Indeed. special and and lovely and desirable um, <laughs> and in lots of other words as well. Mm, nice things. So yeah, until next week. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and it's goodbye from me, Alex, and it's goodbye from Ash. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night, so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>